Hey everyone, Omar here. Just want to let you know that at the end of the session, we have some huge, huge Comic-Con announcements to make. So stay tuned for the end of this session. Right now we're going to investigate Angel, but after that we're going even more south to San Diego to tell you some very cool stuff that's going to happen at the end of this week. So stay tuned after the music, after Jim wraps up and packs up all his equipment, we're going to tell you some fun stuff. All right, until then, enjoy investigating Angel. Central Library in downtown Los Angeles. We don't make a big enough deal about that. No, but, you know, how do you make a bigger deal of it? Uh, I think just doing that sort of fanfare, intro- walking yeah. into the room. We have to be a little quiet. Now, again, we don't have permission to be in the Central Library of Los Angeles, let alone recording in the Central Library of Los Angeles. True, but it looks like a lot of the other people that are in here also don't have permission. That's true. So by the time they get to us, I think we'll have recorded this session. So we should be okay. Mm -hmm. You know, as always, you've got time on your hand or on your wrist if it's a watch. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we... Or maybe you need to fix time a little bit with a tiny tool because your clock isn't working. Yeah, yeah. A little screwdriver perhaps. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, other tools that people use. I'm not a watchman. No, nor would I want to be. <laughs> uh, you might have missed the episode, uh, which is fine. We're not going to do a full rundown in five sentences because that's not what we do. But we're going to have a little dossier. What, what did we call the it? voicemail? The voicemail. That's right. We have a little voicemail for you. It's like a little noir sort of element from the '90s. So here is the catch-up voicemail, just for you. Click. Um, uh, hi, thank you. Yeah, Angel Investigations. Um, I was just calling because, um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer found out that Angel visited her during Thanksgiving and didn't say hi, but stalked her the whole time. And so she was really offended and came all the way to L.A. to confront Angel about that. And in the process, they confronted a demon whose blood mixed with Angel's blood and turned him into a human, where Buffy and Angel were able to live the perfect life together and seemed like they'd be able to eat food and just have sex all the time but then as angel learned quickly that wasn't going to work out and he wouldn't be able to face the forces of darkness so he asked the prophets of this world to turn back time and make it so none of this ever happened and that buffy couldn't remember thank you uh give me a call back my number is 555-555-5554 uh just call any time before 9 p.m thank you man what a sad let's just Get it? Let's, what a sad episode! It is the saddest. It the moment where they say goodbye. Yeah. It just kills me because it's the happiest that they could have been. Yes. They were finally able, like Buffy refers to Angel as her boyfriend. Yeah. And they've been not together for a while at this point. A few episodes by this Well, the summer, I suppose, too, right? Would have right. Been, yeah, so... And they weren't really dating, even though they were still, like, hooking up and being around each other and not able to fall out of love with each other. Angel and Buffy break up at, I think it was Lover's Walk? Yeah, I think... Is it Lover's Walk? Wait, where's the You Still My Girl always... It's the you still my girl always moment. She ends things with him. Yeah. And then they kind of get back together, and then he ends things with her. Yeah. Before the prom. Exactly. Where he's like, I'm not coming to prom. We can't do this. And it's spurned by, I mean, Joyce influences that. But then Angel shows up at prom. Right. Because people will always surprise you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and Angel was like, you know what? I need to have a prom. Yeah. That is amazing. Oh, and then Angel shows up at the prom, and he's wearing a tux. How did he get the tux? And so... Angel leaving and then them finally getting to have that moment because I feel like the only reason that Angel's even in Pangs at all is just to, to get him, to get her into this episode. Yeah. This is the real crossover. And they were trying to get viewers over to Angel. This is the real crossover. And, uh, you know, props to the Angel team for not skimping on any of the costuming budget just because you have Sarah in the episode. Mm-hmm. Everyone's costumes seem pretty accurate for what they would be. I mean, I'm not a member of any prophecy clubs. But no, maybe we should start one. A prophecy club? Yeah. I'd be down for a prophecy club. The prophecy club is like, actually a great name of something. Like a like a chill Nostradamus. Sort yeah. Of. Not like a not like a hefty like a think tank sort of like 
we read the Fountainhead, and now we're going to predict how society falls at the hands of poor people. Or not like that, right? Not like, like a Masonic society. More no. like a yeah, like a like a like you know we have uh, we make Italian sodas, mm-hmm. and then we just look at you know repeating cycles in history, and then make or just not even that. Let's just make predictions. Just things happen, and we make predictions. Just guessing. So it's like a dog will walk four times, and then the sun will be warmed, and you're like, is it a sun like a child? We don't know. We don't know. That's up for you to interpret. Exactly. We're just the prophecy club. Yes. We're not these, you know, gold slash blue painted Grecian type miscellaneous figures. Nope, 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 nope. It's a very casual dress code Mm -hmm. in our club, in the prophecy club. It's also very casual. The series Angel gets into higher powers quickly and casually. Yeah. The powers that be are rather undefined but instantly like that first time Doyle's like I get visions from the powers that be mm-hmm. you're like is that a is that real is that what they're going with yeah. or are you you like you said it like you were kind of joking but then you meet the oracles who are not the powers that be uh, as far as I know I don't know they're not the powers that no, be no they're just the oracles they're just the oracles they're interesting they kind of felt like a Xena character yeah kinda I, I would I want more of them to be honest yeah that was wild but Buffy and Angel in the basement eating ice cream. You never saw them that happy. It was like the moment. It was the morning that sh- that they that they wanted to have for each other after uh, in surprise when it turns out that everything went to hell. Yeah. So this is before we get into the 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 fun doom and gloom of this episode. Let's talk about this the doom and gloom doom and gloom of this episode. Uh, to me, this this is the episode that tells people Angel is going to be honestly a little harder than Buffy. Mm-hmm. It's going to not harder in terms of like, oh, this is difficult to get through. It's going to hit you in the heart hard. Mm-hmm. They're going to find these, you know, sort of like um, ironic and poetic ways to just twist the knife. And mm-hmm. it's so jossy and it really, really hurts. Uh, and there's so many episodes like this that really just... Get you. Just make you really a little hopeless. Yeah, that's I think what it is. I think that's what it is. Is Angel will teach you how to live without hope. Yeah. Like Buffy ins- inspires hope within you. Mm-hmm. You have to have hope in order to protect your friends and or protect those that are close to you. Angel is like, there's none. Yeah. So what are you going to do? What are you going <laughs> to do? Not fight it? Or yeah. fight it? And I think that the amazing thing about, I mean, the choice that they give to Angel one, it makes sense because obviously they're not going to end both series and just live together and be together. They just spun him off. They're not going to keep Buffy and Angel together. Wouldn't that be so funny if the spinoff got swallowed right back? Right back in. Like, like private practice is just like, by the way, you are uh, you got bought out by a Seattle hospital. Go back up there uh, and hang out with <laughs> Meredith Grey. <laughs> I just moved uh, to California. That's great. Thank you so much. And, and I, hopefully you learned a lot in these two episodes of surfing. <laughs> oh, my God. And then Angel just goes in and says, hey, Riley, you know what? Get out of here. Tag out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tag you out there, son. Yeah, but no, that doesn't happen. Uh, but uh, Angel getting, having to choose, although it's the second time this season already that he's had to choose to stay a vampire. It. I did not realize the first time watching this show how close those were together. And then in, in the this dark. rewatch, I was just like, Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I guess at this point it's a pretty straightforward. He's already run the thought experiment. Right. It's like, but you could stay mortal. He's like, yeah, yeah, no, I already, no, I'm sorry. I know what this, I crushed a ring. Like, it's not, <laughs> like, I, I, there's going to be, like, pedophilic <laughs> vampires at the pier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's a little bit of a similar choice. The difference is that Buffy's involved. It's just love, right? This yeah. time it's love. It's yeah. that, and and being with Buffy, yeah. and it's hard. I'm gonna be honest. This episode, I think, gave me um, complexes that I didn't that I thought were legitimate, and later I realized were just complexes. Mm-hmm. Complexes. 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 Com- complexes. Okay. Uh, because I was like, hmm. I was like waiting for you to explain Complices. It. So <laughs> a complicy is uh, a mispronouncing <laughs> of a very popular word. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's, I remember like after watching this episode, I was like, you should always choose loneliness 
over love because you lose focus. And like two years later, I was like, what? No. <laughs> That's such a specific situation Yeah, for a vampire. Yeah, for a vampire. Which I'm not. Mm-hmm. I don't benefit at all from choosing to be unhappy. No one does. Like, I don't save people by doing that. So, mm-hmm. but for a long time, I thought, yeah, this is a really good example of why you should be alone. Yep, it is. Everybody stay alone. Or, you know, you'll just sit in bed and get ice cream poured on your chest exactly. all day. Exactly. And who's being saved? Why weren't they just outside? It's He's finally, he can go outside. Go to the sun. Go to, go the, to the roof. Ice cream is so good in the sun. Go yeah. to the roof. We saw you there. Yeah, you went get to the on ring. the roof. Did we? We didn't see much of them in outdoors. No, just very Their briefly. First kiss. He was just. He was like, "Hey, I'm in the sun." Yeah. Yeah. That was a wild. Yeah, when he just like walks up and they just kiss. That was like this is wild. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the. I just forgot what I was gonna say. I'm sure it was good. I bet it was. Eh, maybe it wasn't. Buffy Angel. Oh, when he's talking to the prophets. Why doesn't he just ask to have his curse removed? That's a really great question. Be like, hey, I'm a champion for the side of good. You guys happen to have any magic that can get rid of my potential to be a cursed creature? I, if they were like, you know, we will grant you one wish, I would have been like... Did they offer him a wish? No, not oh. really, but I'm just, sort, I'm just paraphrasing they, this. They seemed a little wish-granty. They seemed wish... I feel like if, you, if they accepted a watch as a gift... I'd have been like, and also here is a, 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 a folded cloth I call a wallet <laughs> that can hold many of your... In fact, here's a credit card. <laughs> what can it do? It's got a magnetic strip. Now, you can't use it because you don't have my signature, but you can pretend you're swiping it. I give you the gift of... Gosh, what else do I have? Me personally? Glasses. I'll go buy glasses later. The gift <laughs> of sight to see as it is to see through my eyes. Now, what I want is I still want to be a vampire, but I don't want to have to drink blood. I don't want this curse, and I want to be able to walk in the sun. Can you do that for me? Also, can I teleport between Sunnydale and L.A. like that? Also, no demons. Can we get rid of evil demons? That would be another wish. That I <laughs> like Wolfram and Hart. Can, we, can I also wish for Wolfram and Hart? I'll give you anything. You, you want my pants? They got pockets. <laughs> I would have struck so many deals just left and right with those guys. Yeah, Angel was just very quick to... Angels, he's kind of quick to give up. He doesn't look for deals, does he? No, he's not. A, he's not an Amazon Prime guy. No, he chooses to quickly suffer. Speaking of which, it's almost Prime Day. It's actually as we're recording this, it is right now because it happened at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Oh my god! So maybe at some point we'll take a little break from this and go check it out. Oh my god! To goodness. see all the I don't know. I need a new phone case. Mine. Laundry balls that are. <laughs> Yeah, mine it's is... usually not great stuff though, right? It's like something to hold your Toblerone chocolates, and I'm like, I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need anything. I got hands or a mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? That chocolate is going right to my thighs. Do you? It is. It Mm. is. Because that's where I store them. Um, Did you ever get this advertisement on Facebook? This is so random, but it was a banana slicer, and it was a marketing experiment they were running to see who, like, what eyeballs fall on what products. Did you ever see that? No. It was the first, like, your friends recommend this, but it was a lie. And it was like, your friends recommend, your friends thought you might like be interested in this banana slicer. And it happened to a few people. And I was one of those people. And I was like, what? Why would my old acting teacher tell me about a banana slicer? And why would you make a, a banana, banana slicer? slicer? Honestly, that's a, it's a knife, right? But like probably you, a few knives. If you No, no, I know. Yeah, but like <laughs> in terms of getting it, the job done. Right. You just and that's arguably that's getting that's mm. oh going above and beyond. If you want those sharp banana, banana slices, edges, we get the job done. <laughs> you can just break off bits of banana. Bananas are very easy to work with. Yeah, no, I mean some people just want fun things to do, like put a banana in a machine and be like, well, that was maybe three seconds quicker. You know who would have purchased that product? Angel. He would have. He would not have the foresight to be like, why don't I just save fourteen ninety nine, not get this weird banana-shaped thing that's going to be hard to store anyway. Mm-hmm. And if he decided he didn't like it, he'd bring it back to the store, and he probably wouldn't get his money back or any kind of store credit. He'd probably just give it to them. He would give it to them, and he would give them something else. That's the problem. <laughs> because it's not like he acted so much like the victim, and or like he was the perpetrator of this, where he was like, yeah. I've caused this problem. He didn't even ask a few episodes ago. He didn't even want to talk to a girl in the coffee shop. Yeah. And now suddenly he's 
was giving away his watches to people who are like causing all the problems. Yeah, and he didn't talk to Buffy about it. No, that's a problem. That's a legitimate. If him and Buffy decided together, I don't like these like I'm sacrificing myself solo things except for the film Armageddon. And I'm not going to get into what I'm talking about because I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't seen Armageddon. But I will say two things. One, it's on Netflix. Two, or is it on Netflix? It might. I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. It might just be on HBO. It's on some streaming device. Two, it's a Criterion film, I believe. Really? So yeah. So go check it. It's Armageddon's great. I like Armageddon. I don't. It's. I mean, no. Actually, it's like the fun Deep Impact. Yes, man. Deep Impact was not fun. Oh, it's very bleak. It's just Taylioni just looking at data sheets, right, and just being like, "I don't have a good relationship with my father." It's like Contact meets the boringest parts of Independence Day. What? (laughs) Yes. Of which there aren't many. No. So it took a lot of effort to gather and like the traffic, like the the shots of people in traffic. Right. Yeah. The B roll of Independence Day. Yeah. Some B roll because there's still like kids playing basketball and stuff. Right. 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 So, um. Yeah, no, Angel Angel does not really... He makes decisions for himself, and he makes them quickly and brashly, and it seems like what he... Angel wants his status quo. He's, like, very much, like... He's a glutton for punishment. He's the old person. He's, like, the old man who just decides to cut off his friends and sit in the dark and just play the crossword puzzle. He is. He totally is. Yeah. Yeah, and he suffers. He chooses to suffer. Doesn't look for any wiggle room. And obviously, these rules of magic and science are not incredibly specifically defined besides just that magic happens. Yeah. Because there's so many different kinds of cross magics happening. Because there is wish granting. There's the vengeance demons. There's these, you know, apparently kind of godlike creatures. And I think that's interesting. What's also interesting about how much demonic presence there is in the show is... There's not a lot of divine presence. No. And now finally we're getting the tales of that there is the positive divine, but they almost seem like they're more so like arbiters of fate than they are actively positive, like angelic creatures who are trying to help. It's more of just like we just have to keep things existing. Yeah. It's not like things are going to be good now, you know? Right. It's kind of like, you know they'll send Doyle a vision of something he can fix, but they won't stop the source of fixing it. And I think that if that's as high of a power that's going to be in contact with the people on the ground, that's actually kind of ominous. The stakes are raised by the fact that the powers that be are not that powerful. That's very true. That's very true. It puts a lot more of the jeopardy specifically in Angel's hands to to save the day because there's not going to be, as Joss puts it, the great big bully in the sky coming down Mm -hmm. to save the day. The great big bully. Uh, can we pitch a comic? Of course. Really quickly? Yeah, pitch it. I want to call her own Caitlin. Okay. Caitlin uh, is this girl, and she is in the Angel Buffy universe. Right. But she finds out these things are happening, and instead of being scared and just being like feeling overwhelmed by fate and what's going to happen in the world, it's just like, whoa, charm spells and stuff? And it's like the plucky adventures. Caitlin, love it, and she does this stuff where she do, she's the one that like like she's the one that would be like I give you this coin you know of great meaning of my family to the Ooh. people and then as she's walking away it's like a bender thing she pulls it it's like a string attached to the coin and she goes thanks for the wish and runs out and they're like hey you and she like makes enemies along the way obviously right but she's plucky she cuts corners you know I love she it she screws around a little bit she's a little she's like a sort of like a Han Solo of the Buffy Angel world. Okay. In that way, you know, she shoots first kind of thing. She's like a she's like a like a Han Solo with a little bit of like Bart Simpsonishness. Yes, what a good exactly, exactly. Cuz Bart's just you know, he's up to he's up to no good, but yeah. it's not that bad. And like a little bit of like and like not a little bit, a lot of like Luis from uh Bob's Burgers, mm-hmm. you know, like a lot of that sort of like malice, but cute, like not Yeah. You know, yeah, he's cutting the head off of Jebediah Springfield statue. Right. It's not the full Eric Cartman. Exactly. Cartman is so evil. I don't respect his authority, I must say. I don't. I, I don't even do know not. what authority he comes in with. Uh, not experience. As much as he forces upon others, yeah. situation by situation. Yeah, I disagree. I just don't. He is, he's awful. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we don't need to get into how awful Cartman is, but Cartman is a villain. Yeah, I would agree. 
He is a villain, and he brings out the horrible side of our culture. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I do like your idea of Caitlyn. Thank you. I think Thank she you. fits well into the universe. I think that we're gonna get that comic picked just like up. Just like an early, like a first season Arya, first you know few Ooh. episodes of Arya. Oh, I love it. But like, and also here's the here's the catch. Unlike Angel, things just go well for her. Yeah, <laughs> things just always end up working out. I love that. Um, but yeah, this episode is is so sad. I showed it to one of my roommates after she had gotten out of a relationship, and I don't know why I thought it was a good idea. <laughs> Where I was like. She's like, I had to get out of this relationship because I just didn't love this person, and I, I thought it, I owed it to him. And I was like, you know what I think would be really good for us to watch right now? Is this episode of Angel? And then we watched it, and at the end she was like, why <laughs> did you show that to me? This is so upsetting. I just got out of, like, a two-year relationship, and you just showed me this one. It's just like, forget, like nothing's ever possible. Everything will always be sad. I was like, I don't know. I thought it would help. I thought it would help. I thought it would help. I don't know why. <laughs> I was wrong. I was wrong. It well, did not. Well, what did you think? Did you think it was because it's like, look, people move on. I t- Even when they love each other as much as that they would fall away from the world together. I think I was still in my angel phase. So I just thought of just like, no, it's good that you're sad. I just like, see, if if you weren't, so many people would die if you hadn't broken up and if you weren't alone. Again, not true. No, that <laughs> is so funny. But you made it through the whole episode? Made it through the whole episode. Yeah. Made it through the whole episode. It's a pretty, it's a pretty sad episode. It's like, it's not one of the ones that you watch for, it's not like it's Thanksgiving and you're going to watch the Thanksgiving episode. Maybe no. you shouldn't watch that either on Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, but it's like, if you want to cry or if your friend just got out of a serious relationship and you want them to cry even more. It helps or... exercise those feelings. It definitely does. X or size. When it gets to the moment where, speaking of X or size, I was exercising as I was watching this Ex-er-sizing. one. I was on my X or size bike. And when it got to that final scene where he comes back to confront her, I just had to stop and sit, lay down on my couch and yeah. watch it. Cause I was just like, you can't. I was like, no, no, don't, no, the could, uh, Angel, do you, you didn't, have? You didn't, yeah. you didn't think this through. Because yeah. I think that also one of the saddest thoughts to me is love that can't be, is like that this is the dimension where you don't get the love. Yeah. Like. Because I feel like that storyline, that timeline still exists. Right. I don't know. I mean, sure, yeah. In like another dimension, no, in another yeah, universe. There's, there's many dimensions, so yeah. So like, the I dimension feel like, in which Buffy and Angel stay together still yeah. exists. It's not the one that, I guess, is what like the. Is, is there something in, is it string theory that talks about dimensions? Um, uh, that's a whole. That's a big question. Uh, I, I, I couldn't explain it. But is no, there like a primary? More, string theory is more specifically about what are the building blocks of the building blocks of atoms. Okay, okay. Uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. No, no, no. But but in that, there's a whole thing of the P module stuff of just everything springs out of everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. The, the, is there the, a primary dimension? I don't. I don't. According to quantum theory, I don't. I don't believe so. Okay. I don't believe there's a prime. I don't. I don't. Okay, prime. Right. Okay, like that's that's the way that like Marvel and DC yeah. kind of do it. Right? Yeah, yeah, Where yeah, like, yeah. This is Earth One or whatever. I don't know if that's. Yeah. If that's what's going on. Do you okay? Here, really quick question about this multiverse stuff. Yeah. When like if there's a DC universe, I'm mm-hmm. not wanting to name any specific ones. Let's just make one up. If there's like a DC universe where like it's all the superheroes but they're dogs. And, like, you know, Ace has, like, a pet human called Bruce or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's, you know, it's a different universe. And that Earth. And then they come to our Earth. They must be shocked. Right? Absolutely. They, like. Blown away. For some reason, I feel like, for some reason, we might be more accepting and tolerant of a multiverse. Because we imagined one so much? I think it's because we just imagined it. Because there's so many Earths out there that haven't thought of the multiverse. Yeah. So all that Superman, like, let's say there's like, I don't know, where they all are, I don't know, eat crayons. And then they come to this one, they're just like, you don't eat crayons? I feel like they'd be so upset. They'd be so upset by that. 
You think upset or like, oh, okay. You don't think they would have imagined a reality where crayons weren't eaten? Sorry, I, I, I don't think so. I think mm. they'd be upset. And I don't okay. know why, but I just have a gut instinct that they would just not, they would be so disturbed. Yeah, no. Has Anya gotten into the shrimp dimension yet? I don't believe so. Okay. I don't think it's yet. And uh, that's a uh, soft spoiler. That's not really a spoiler. It's just something that's mentioned. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. But it all depends. It's hard to tell what the dynamics of these other dimensions are because maybe they're just as imaginative imagining multiverses too. Possibly. Or if there's an infinite amount of dimensions, there are many in which they've imagined other dimensions and many where they haven't. Infinite is so many. It's it's disturbing. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, so there's one where like, Cows have wings. It's like, oh god, that's just. Oh, the, there's many where cows that you only have named wings one of the possibility. Cow. There's a dimension where wings have cows. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> it really does get oh terrifying and terrible. And uh, there is a dimension in which Angel wasn't a glutton for punishment. He should have talked to Buffy. He should have talked to her, and it kind of makes you be like, you know what, Buffy. You don't need this guy. You kind of dodged a little bit of a bullet. You're, I know that you guys are about to go get hit by another one, but you, <laughs> but you dodged this one. Right, right. Is that okay to say? That sounds kind of weird. Uh, there's a few ways that can go in the Buffy storyline. Yeah, but I think it's okay because you're referring to events of season four, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So no, I think you're pretty on the nose. All right, cool. Um, so yeah. Angel. It's a pretty simple episode, though. It's there's not a whole lot for us to talk about. It's not about. really. I think it's mostly it's like just sad. It's mostly them in a bed, dripping ice cream. It, yeah, dripping like eating ice cream off On each other. Angel's and... hairless body. I must <laughs> say, that man is clean as a baby. He is clean as a baby. Yeah. Um. <laughs> great performances from both of them though i really their happiness was was great and there and then sarah michelle geller's performance when she finds out is oh so it's it it takes you back to season three that's what's so great about this episode is it really takes you back to season three mm-hmm. and it reminds you of just how much has happened i don't know many shows struggle with this where they throw their characters through hell and then they kind of max out Mm-hmm. You don't really know what to do. And, like, jumping the shark is one thing. Like, you can argue at any point in Angel or Buffy they jump the shark because demon stuff is nuts. But... There's certain specific Like, moments. rewriting, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get to those later. But, but like, someone are, could say rewriting a time loop is, like, a you know, is a shark jump or whatever, you yeah. know? I guess you could argue that, but I don't know any other show, personally, where their characters go through so much and still are so interesting and still have so much future. Because mm-hmm. I feel like so many characters are written with an end point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know? No, absolutely. Like Lost, I felt like they all went through hell and they all just kind of got to a point. You know, actually, a better example of this, because I still enjoy watching lo- seasons of Lost, but the first few, I think, Walking right? Dead, right from the oh, get-go, it was like everything's horrible and they yeah. went through hell. And then I was like, and every episode after that, I was like, yeah, these guys seem super traumatized mm-hmm. and it's like how are we gonna survive i was like i don't know and also i don't kind of care because like I, you you all seem so stressed all the time and there's no yeah. it's not even like a sense of hope or levity it's just they went from a living pre-walkers to b living in hell and then they just were at b yeah and there's nowhere to go from that whereas like in buffy is like buffy angel they went through hell she had to kill him. Then he got sent to a dimension. He came back. They had to work on their relationship. Then they broke up, as you mentioned, like essentially 14 times at the end of season three. Right. Then he goes to Los Angeles, is struggling through stuff. She's struggling through stuff. Then they meet each other again. It's still rich. Yeah. It still feels a little mm-hmm. bit like anything can happen. It's one of those just massive moments. Like their relationship to me will always be the most like soap opera. I ship it style romance. Yeah, and it's not just like I ship it like I can see it working. Sure, why not? Out of all the combinations, I put these two together. Yeah. You know, peanut butter chocolate. Sure, I ship it. You know, yeah. it's not like that. It's like this has to happen. Yeah, like this love story is just, it's coming for you. Yeah. It's like gravity pulling you to the earth, and it's just when it, and and the thing that's kind of frightening about it is we know that it can't work. Yeah. So it's kind of like, 
the story of Buffy and Angel is they can't be together. They're Slayer and the Vampire. Slayer and the Vampire. They will never be happy together. There are a few instances throughout the show in which they have this like tiny moment of escape into happiness. And it's there is a scene in season two. I think it's fate no, if he's evil by phases. Ted, maybe? I think it's in Ted. There's a scene where um, Bu- uh, Buffy's like sitting on Angel's lap, and it's like, this is just them having a boyfriend yeah. and a girlfriend night. Yeah. And then it's quick that he loses his soul. And then in season three, even though that the s- scariness is kind of dissipated, pretty much just the prom dance. Yeah, that's it. The prom dance and like some of their Tai Chi stuff. But even their Tai Chi stuff is so riddled with sadness because it's them trying to not be able to be together and when they do even though they're trying to find peace when they do make contact like they freak out and it's not okay but the moment of him showing up dancing with her at the prom is the like this is us feeling what it's like to be normal for a second I agree and then the other one which I think is the reason that this episode is so memorable to fans of both of these shows even though it's not necessarily an episode that maybe you're just going to like put on for fun, but it's them getting to be their absolute happiest. Yeah. And then it's gone. While a lot of the decisions that are made are very annoying, it is a thing where it's, you don't get to be normal. And I think that's Mm -hmm. something that's really appealing about Buffy and Angel. And I also just, it's both, you don't get to be normal, and there's the other aspect of Buffy and Angel, and this is what I get so much out of these two shows specifically, is, and, and also out of Firefly, is that is you get moments. Mm-hmm. And it's not, you go through hardship, and then you get to the end, and it's all great. It's not like sort of like a Lord of the Ringsy thing. Even yeah. though that, there's so much more material, so I don't want to yeah. put Lord of the Rings on trial or anything like that. Right, 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 right. But I feel like a lot of stories are just like, you know, let's get through this, you know, these trials and tribulations, and then happily ever after, right? Mm-hmm. There's no such thing of that in Buffy and Angel, and I really like that because it helped both of these shows, helped me appreciate those moments in my life too, and then allows me to kind of pace myself through those moments where I don't just stop. Like after a Halloween party, Halloween itself, I was Mm -hmm. like, this was a great night that people just dropped by. It was a huge Buffy party, you know, and it's, it's, we get to do a lot of really cool Hollywoody stuff. Mm-hmm. We get to do a lot of really cool new media stuff, you know, with Hyper and, and Geek and Sundry and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're still, I, I'll speak for myself, but I feel like I can loop you into this. We're still like these weirdo 14 year old nerd kids oh, yeah. that don't know how we were invited to the adults table. Yeah. Like at Comic Con stuff, if we bump into people and everything, it's always just like, cool, cool, cool. We're not supposed to be here. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, we're not, like, every time I'm at a Geek and Sundry thing and I'm hanging out with, like, people who, like, you know, host Twitch stuff, I'm always like, yeah, but I'm not, I'm just a, I, I go to the library and I rent Buffy DVDs. <laughs> and I'm still, that's just me. Mm-hmm. I'm not, like, a professional host person or whatever. Like, I'm just an, uh, somehow operating, high-functioning, you know, fan kid from the suburbs of San, San Jose. But then I think that people in those, all those positions feel that same way oh sure and i don't mean to say this is yeah. like the uh yeah. impersonator complex or anything yeah, like that yeah, totally. like i i'm very happy to be there and i i am it's not like oh i shouldn't i don't belong or anything yeah it's not to say that but i always get like really giddy and just very excited and interesting no, about stuff totally you know? no totally and it's kind of like we've found like a social pocket of people who are such fan children yeah and then not just fan children but like people who are obsessed with like <clears throat> like disney and animation and stuff yeah that this kind of like this forever youth like advanced it's like advanced and like developed youth traits that will remain forever imagination yeah positivity optimism Mm -hmm. uh uh, idolatry to an extent yes uh harmless idolatry mystery right Mm -hmm. mystery solving stuff like that but yeah like we threw that that we threw a buffy party at a bar and a bunch of people came a bunch of people we don't know came and were so excited because they were just like we were looking for stuff and that was one night where I was like this was a moment like this was like an angel moment where we got to just I got to just exhale and just be like this is great Mm -hmm. this is great 
And then on the ride back, I'm like, I'm letting myself enjoy this moment. And then tomorrow morning, I get back up and I see what else I can do and just, you know, get right back in, mm-hmm. into the sewers of Los Angeles running around, you know, fighting Mora different demons. Other de- yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's always more Mora demons out yep. there. Yeah. Yeah. And they might have some shiny jewelry on their forehead. And it doesn't mean that uh, you should let their blood get in yours. No, that's another. We keep demon blood really runs amok in this universe. There's a lot of rules of it. Yeah. There's the other major first blood fusion I can remember is an earshot mm-hmm. where the the blood gets into Buffy's skin and she yep. can read minds. This one, it's the blood has to get into Angel's blood. Yeah. And then it turns him human. What I like about the Buffy myths is that if you say it, it's true. Yeah. It's like... Storytelling-wise, they've set up a reality where magic is strong, magic is powerful. If Giles reads it in a book, it's real. Yeah. If Angel says, oh, this is what happens, it's a that. It could, it's a Mora demon. Its yeah. blood will turn you human. Yeah. You're like, well, that sounds specific enough for me to just accept. Yeah. Uh, which I enjoy about it. If you, if you put a dragon tooth into a swimming pool with chlorine, it turns into syrup. Cool. Fact. That's it. That's it now. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Fry up the waffles because we got syrup on our hands. Oh, we got so much syrup. But we're out of dragon teeth. That's the thing. And I don't want to, I don't, you, you look for dragon teeth. You, not in a dragon's mouth. I, I'm no. not saying do not. you pull dragon teeth out of a dragon's mouth. You're going to get crispy if you do that. <laughs> what you want to do is you want to go to a dragon's lair yeah. and look around for just teething teeth. That have been discarded. Mm-hmm. And you can find them all over the place. You can find them all over the place. We find dinosaurs all the time. Oh, you can. Yeah, yeah, you definitely can. All right. But yeah, so in long story short, this episode, sad. Yeah. Sad. Angel the show, I think. The question's answered. When's Buffy coming on? She came. Yeah. That's it. Now let them get back to their own journey. Exactly. Thank you for asking. There's your answer. There it is. They Which did honestly it. is how David Boyanis answers all your questions every time you go to conventions. <laughs> <laughs> so when Angel, it happened. Okay. Wi- thank you, sir. Did it. Thank you. A wizard. Did it. <laughs> um, have you ever made a, a sacrifice that at the time you're like, this is my martyr complex, and later you're like, that was dumb? Oh, good question. Um,. I kind of prematurely ended a relationship just because it sort of seemed like it wasn't working. And then we ended up getting back together. But I remember making this like really impulse decision. I was like, this is not working. Oh my God. And, it and can then never you were work. just like, yeah. And I just went and told her, I was like, I think we got to end this. And she was like, are you crazy? And then we did. And then we got back together. Right. And then she ended it eventually. And it was fine. But uh, it wasn't a super tragic thing. But I, you know. It was a moment of like, ooh, this is hard and yeah. scary. I had one, yeah, a relationship where in yeah. like high school and I was just like, she was like, look, I'm not, I don't feel as strongly as I should about it. And then I remember thinking it was like, I was doing like an angel thing where I was just like, well then let's not worry about it. And I got into like my car and my parents were picking me up because it's high school. Yeah. And my mom was like, you okay? I was like, I just did a very difficult thing tonight. Looking back. I did do a difficult thing. Right. <laughs> that wasn't, I mean, it was, it's hard to accept and move on with, but in my mind, I was just like, I'm taking one for the team. And mm-hmm. I disappeared in the shadows. Really what was, she was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. But in my head, I was just like, I had the trench coat, you know, I walked yeah. off in the intro. It was, you know, angel, but it said Omar. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I played in my head. And uh, then like, yeah. And like, maybe like a month later, I like realized like, no, that was not heroic. That was not like a cool thing I did. Right. This is just a thing that happened. That just makes perfect sense. Yeah. And in high school, too, I don't think I was that – I don't think I was that interesting. I don't think I was that exciting mm-hmm. in that way to be like, okay, you go your your way, I go mine. We're both going to the same class. Yeah. There's no other – what way? <laughs> you know, I'll yeah. go listen to Bill to Spill on my own, you know. Um, hey, Buffy's 18 right here. I just thought about that. Holy smokes. You're so right. I don't think of her as that. Yeah. She's a freshman. She's a freshman in college. Oh, this is... She goes through so much romantically speaking in such a short period of time in her life. Yeah. Save that for later when you're 30. I feel like that's like a 30-year-old thing to happen. Of like... The whole like erasing like a perfect day of your relationship or whatever. Like... Maybe. I feel like 18, you're you're still so plastic in your experiences. You You can take those knocks. Maybe I'm wrong. I think it might have been harder then. 
Well, it's like, well, because you, you're I, not used to it, yeah. right? But maybe I feel at like, this point, it's just sort of like, well. But if an 18 year old told me the, or, yeah. the, mm. the love of my life, my soulmate, and I can't be together, I'd be like, you're 18. You just got into college. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That would be, yeah. One, I remember one of my college uh, prep folks in high school uh, told me, she was like, are you and your girlfriend going to the same college? And I was like, no. And she was just like, you guys should break up. And I was like, no, never. At the time, I was like, how dare you? And then, but it was an adult just being like, giving honestly what was pretty good advice of just like, yeah, yeah, yeah you're in high school. You should, you don't have to stay together. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't have the context on love yet. So I guess it seems like that, but I feel like Angel should know better. I'm kind of coming over to Joyce's perspective. Here's my, okay, here's how I would think of this. Mm-hmm. Instead of Angel being so like, I got to give away my watch. Perhaps Angel can be like, this is a setback, and it's very sad for me. Especially to lose his watch. To lose his watch. This is a huge setback in terms of my watch ownership, in terms of his relationship with Buffy. Right. But also, just let... And I know it's a, guys, I know it's a TV show. I'm not trying to say, you know, this is what they should have done, and now they're all unhappy. It's, and they're actual lives. These are stories. These are stories. Mm-hmm. There's forces that be. Um, but that... Maybe he should just be like, you know what, Buffy, enjoy college. Don't worry about this. Don't feel pressure. And I would like to stay in touch with you because I feel like we have something special. But you have a whole life to live. Five years. Take five years to go see who you are in college. You know, see who you are as a person. And I'll I'll be here, you know, not waiting because that's a little creepy and stalkerish. But just if you'd like to pursue anything, I'm not really going anywhere. I'm just here in Los Angeles. Not that far. Right? I like it. Right? I like it. I feel like this episode isn't... I know we have to cap it because we they have to go explore love interests separately from each other. Because right. that's how TV shows work. Mm-hmm. And it's very big for us as fans that have watched the show for three years. But you're right. She's 18. That's what's the difference for me. Yeah. Yeah? Like, Chris, if you came to me, not both of us 18, me right now at my age, and you as an 18-year-old, and you were just like, I might move to... I don't know Alaska. I'm you know I'm gonna go to NYU to go pursue dramatic writing, but I think I'm gonna go stay with this person because I'm gonna be with this person for the rest of my life. I think my advice would be like if that's true, it'll work out, and like don't just drop it and think it'll magically you know fairy godmothers yeah. will fly down and <laughs> Cinderella you around. But at the same time, you know keep in contact, see where you guys are in a few years, and if you're meant to be and grow together, then it happens. Then it'll happen. I think it's a pretty wise perspective, Omar. Thank you. Yeah. Thank Wiser you. than what Angel had. And he's so much older than me by hundreds of years. But I think that he also... Hundreds? Hundreds, but he didn't hundreds spend... Hundreds or just a lo- hundred? He's 200 and like Okay, 45. hundreds. I'm not... See, I'm not... I don't, yeah. I don't want to brag, but I'm definitely not a hundred. No. Um, yeah, I think that also Angel has spent so much of his life in isolation. Mm-hmm. That he doesn't have, he also doesn't have relationship maturity. You're so right, because really at the end of the day, we can call him Angel, we can call him Angelus, but he's Liam. He's Liam. He's Liam, and Liam never learned to grow up. No. He just learned that if you misbehave, everything horrible will happen. Yeah, and he essentially didn't come back to life until, until basically he met Buffy. Yeah, you're. We haven't. Because before that, when he was just tormented, I mean, well, we learn more as the show goes on about how the life of Angel went. But in season three, right? Like we found out the major backstory. Am I yeah. wrong in saying that? And over the course of the series, we discovered, you know, Angel's had many social groups over the course of his life. Oh, he had semen friends in a submarine for a little exactly, while. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my God, the Prince of Lies. <laughs> But uh, that's not a spoiler because I don't even think that the Prince of Lies remember. Was Camden the Prince of Lies? No. Well, we can't say it now. Oh, well, yeah, well. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So he's learning as well, and his choice is always just don't get involved. He's a little. It's easier to be apart. He says it in the episode. He says it's easier to be apart. Uh, Yes. I'm going to quote something from the future of Buffy, but it's not a spoiler in my opinion because it's not revealing anything. It's just a reference. If you know it, you get it. If you don't know it, you don't get it. I think Angel's also not cookies yet. Yeah. He's not cookies. I thought you might say that. Angel's not cookies yet. He's not done baking. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. But, But speaking of baking, I am 
baking. This to is death. toasty. Yeah, we so are. you know what? <laughs> Let's go ahead and uh, and uh, share our LA lessons right now, really quickly, before we uh, get the heck out of here into some air conditioning. Yeah. Into the deep pits of below this basement, <laughs> where we can just cover ourselves in ice cream and hope that cools us down. <laughs> um, Chris, what is your LA lesson? Your takeaway from this episode? Uh, my LA lesson is. Even if you thought that your love of your life has fallen into view and everything is going to be fine, it's okay if that doesn't happen and you can pour your focus into your work and that you can do that in perhaps a way that's healthy. That's great. I like that a lot. How about you, Omar? Mine is if you're going to make a huge timeline-altering decision, check with your SO. Just out of respect. Even if no one else remembers it, you will, and we will, mm. and we have a podcast, so it yeah. holds a little bit more power than you might think. <laughs> All right, guys, that is it. That is our discussion of episode eight of season one of Angel, I Will Remember You. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Chris, where can they find you if they would like to remember things that you've done? If you'd like to remember me, I'm Chris Permonte. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube as Amontioc. You can also find me as Amontioc the Wizard on Hyper RPG Wednesdays at noon on HyperQuest, Thursdays at 6.30 on The Gauntlet. That is Pacific time because we're in California. You can find me with musical improv group Robot Teammate. We play on the Geek and Sundry Twitch channel at 9.30s on Friday. And then you can find me with Omar Sunnydale Study Group. And then Hamilton's LA. Keep an eye out for some information coming out of there. Omar, where can they find you? I am on Twitter at Omar Najam. I'm also making videos on Two Bro Geeks doing Nerdy Worms where people are making their own films based off of prompts. They have been amazing. Please, if you're listening to this and you have any sort of camera or even just a paper and pen, Let's make some movies together because there's nothing more fun than telling your story with visuals and sounds. Mm. Also, I'm on an improv team called Swimming Lessons. You can find us at the Clubhouse in Vermont and Sunset. Vermont and Hollywood. In between. Vermont the, and Sunset. By the Johns. Yeah. <laughs> on Vermont. Right next to the Johns. Made right next to the Johns. Uh, we perform on the odd Fridays, so the first and third Friday at 8 o'clock downstairs. It's a free improv show. We would love to have you over. It's very. It's a lot of fun. We got we have free beverages and, uh, and some, some of the best comedy you're going to see in the indie scene in L.A., so please drop on down. And if you want to check out more things Sunnydale Study Group related, check out SSG Podcast on Twitter. Again, it's at SSG Podcast as well. Sunnydale Study Group on Facebook and Instagram. Or, hey, you want to see us in person and you're going to be in San Diego Comic-Con? Well, guess what? You can do that. We're going to be down in San Diego at the end of this week, mm-hmm. so please hunt us down. We will be tweeting out where we are. Well, maybe we'll do a meetup. Maybe we'll do a quick little, maybe we'll try to do a study buddy meetup. That'd be awesome. Why not? Because we're going to have for you library cards as well as stickers. Mm-hmm. So come check those out. And uh, depending on what information we're allowed to release, you either heard an announcement at the beginning or stay tuned for an announcement at the end because we've got something very exciting to share with you. That we do. Uh, but I don't know how much we're allowed to say because we're recording this before Comic Con because you know it's going to be crazy and we don't want to miss a week. So one or the other you'll hear in that capacity. All right, guys, it does it for us here. Uh, is it time for us to vacate the central the, the the central library here in Los Angeles? Not because we've been caught this week, but simply because it's too warm. So, <laughs> all right, guys, pack up your bags, pick up your books. We'll see you in San Diego. We have some huge, huge Comic-Con-related announcements that we want to share with you. First of all, we've got physical things to share with you. We've got our stickers. We've got our cards. If you're going to be in San Diego Comic-Con, please hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. Let us know where you are or we'll let you know where we are. And we would love to give you stickers. If you bump into us, ask for them. We've got library cards and stickers, and we want to get rid of them all. We don't want to carry them back home. So please take them from us. We've got a ton, and we're so excited. They look so cool. I've already put one on my laptop. It's so they're, – they're very fun. The second announcement is 
even if you can't make it out to San Diego Comic Con, we wanted to do something so you could celebrate with us. So we have a brand new banner. That's right, a brand new Sunnydale Study Group banner that combines Sunnydale Study Group and Sunnydale Study Group Presents Investigating Angel all in one magnificent piece of art made by our friend Monica, who is a wizard. She's a wizard. I have no idea where she gets these powers from. It's hard work. She gets these, she, she works very hard to earn these powers of art. <laughs> so we're rolling out with those on our Twitter and our Facebook. Go check those out. And also check out Monica's Instagram because she's incredible. She'll be a new favorite artist. That's Monica M underscore art. Again, that's Monica M underscore art on Instagram. She is spectacular. You're just going to scroll through and just like everything because she's so good. And finally... A huge announcement. I can't even believe we're saying this. There is an official Buffy the Vampire Slayer party happening on Saturday at Comic-Con. And guess which two study buddies get to host a whole bunch of the events. That's right. Chris and I will be hosts at the official Buffy the Vampire Slayer party. It is going to be absolutely nuts. They are pulling out all the stops. It's going to be trivia. There's going to be a cosplay contest. You get to hang out with the gentleman from an episode that we haven't met yet, but if you watch the show already, you know who they are, and they're terrifying, and I don't know if I want to stand next to them. We'll also be doing something very fun that has to do with Once More with Feeling with a very special guest. There's going to be a ton of Buffy people there. I can't even... There's stuff that we can't share with you that is going to blow your freaking mind because it's 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 a buffy party it's a buffy party with buffy people that's that's probably as much as we can say (laughs) but it's going to be huge so please if you're at san diego comic-con on saturday come on down to the buffy party chris and i are going to be running around singing doing trivia improvising doing a ton of stuff and it's going to be a blast and if you can't make it we are going to flood our socials with pictures and videos so don't you worry it'll be like you're right there all right guys those are all the announcements if you are doing anything special if any of our study buddies are doing anything special in san diego comic-con please let us know tweet us at ssg podcast if you're at a booth if you're doing a signing if you got art if you've if you've got stuff that you want to hand out from your podcasts or your projects please let us know and we will share it because the study buddy circles are just the best. As someone on Twitter said, Buffy fans are the best, and it's true. So please, guys, hit us up in Comic-Con. Hit us up if you're not in Comic-Con. Hit us up in general, and we will see you in either San Diego, Sunnydale, or the Central Library of Los Angeles. All right, guys, have a great week. We'll talk to you later. Bye.